Welcome to the Art and Science of Joy podcast. This podcast is all about inspiring people to live more joyfully. So if you're seeking a bit more joy in your own life or seeking to bring some more joy to the lives of others, then this podcast could well be for you. I'm Andrew Cannon, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to the Joy Power Break series. In each episode of the series, I'll be giving you a highlights tour of a theme which we've recently covered in depth in the Joy Superpower series. So why not? grab a mug of tea or coffee, sit back and enjoy 10 minutes in my company as we reflect this week on the power of preempting trouble with kids. This power break is particularly relevant to those of you with young children, of course, or those of you who may have children in the future, but I think it offers something for everyone. And let me tell you why I think this is. We've touched on the topic of nature versus nurture before on this podcast. And now as we talk about parenting, it is certainly valid to touch on it again. One thing we share as humans, and with many other creatures on this planet, is that we were all born and grew up, at least somehow. How we were nurtured during those formative years has to a varying degree, a significant impact on who we are today. Understanding how the parenting styles of those who raised us has impacted us is important to understanding who we are today. And if you have children, who are already grown up, it can also help us and them understand how we have impacted and perhaps continue to impact them. The sooner this is acknowledged and dealt with, the better we are able to take the positives from it and work on the understanding and overcoming of the negatives. Thinking about this question of nature versus nurture reminds me of the film Three Identical Strangers, which I can't recommend highly enough if you're interested in this question of nature versus nurture, or indeed more broadly in psychology in general. Before digging into the science on parenting and preempting trouble with kids, I'd like to quote Marianne Williamson, who has been an influence on me with these powerful words. There is no single effort more radical in its potential for saving the world than the transformation of the way we raise our children. I just love that quote. So what does the science behind parenting styles and preempting trouble with kids have to say? Every parent hopes that their children will grow up to be as healthy, physically and mentally as possible. However, it can sometimes feel confusing and tricky for the parents to know which way of parenting is best for the child. Fortunately, a large amount of research has been conducted into different parenting approaches and which styles are most beneficial and effective parenting in the long run. Importantly, Parenting research has moved towards a more positive focus on predictors of positive outcomes instead of focusing only on a deficit or risk factor model. The underlying assumption of positive parenting is, quoting Deborah Godfrey from her research in 2019, that all children are born good, are altruistic, and desire to do the right thing. I think this is super important to bear in mind as parents. But as parents all know, this does not mean that kids will always be angel or saint-like, and so-called inappropriate behaviour is a natural part of a child's development process. It is important, however, for parents to understand the root cause of inappropriate behaviour in their kids. One good way to think about this is that a child's inappropriate behaviour is very often a result of them trying to solve a problem, but lacking the skills to do so appropriately. And the parent's task, therefore, becomes to help their children find better ways of solving their problems 
than, for example, biting or kicking their sister. According to Gartner et al. from their research in 2007, understanding and teaching emotional intelligence as early as possible can help minimize the risks of chronic antisocial behavior and drug use in later life. The perception of emotions, emotional facilitation, understanding emotions, and management of emotions are some of the most important skills that can help a child from an early age. Giving our children the gift of emotional intelligence is therefore one of the greatest gifts we can give our children. Nowadays, parents and their children also face new kinds of challenges and obstacles from those our parents faced. For instance, it has been studied by Steers et al. in 2014 that social media has created modern problems for parents. And there has been a recent study by Professor Sarah Shop Sullivan in which it was found that there are ties between parents' increased stress and social media. This study highlighted especially the pressure on mothers to be the perfect mother and comparison to others via social media platforms. Another recent challenge is COVID-19, which is impacting all of us, of course, but is especially impacting children as they are in this growing and sensitive stage of their development. The statistics according to luriechildrens.org are scary. 71% of parents said that the pandemic has had a negative influence on the mental health of at least one of their children. Referencing the same study, it can be seen that the biggest threats are social isolation, remote learning, and too much screen time. More of the latter later. So having feasted on lots of science, I was excited to chat with Larissa Mills about the joy superpower of preempting trouble with kids. Larissa has 20 combined years of teaching experience in adult education, academic summer school, history, and English. She is also the founder of iParentGen.com, a great resource for parents in the internet age. Larissa agrees with the researchers and sees that a lot of children's unwanted behavior is a result of too much screen time, especially on smartphones. According to Larissa, Excessive use of smartphones can result in passive, lazy, and dull behavior. Larissa has seen this change in the classroom, and especially when coaching sports, fatigue, lack of concentration, and declined performance are seen in the children. Larissa recommends parents to create clear boundaries with mobile phone use as the number one solution to this problem. Larissa and I also discussed at length parenting styles. Larissa pointed out that some are indeed harmful to children's development, such as helicopter parenting, where a parent protects and shields their child from everything. This can lead to an anxious, dependent relationship with the parents and overall a more anxious child. These kinds of parenting styles can also end up weakening a child's resilience. Larissa wisely says that it's important to allow children to make choices. She says, let them choose stuff if it's not going to harm them, let them have a choice. Let them make their own mistakes, but you still need to connect, love, and hug. According to Larissa, the goal is to combine parenting styles effectively so that your child will come to you when they need someone's help. Connecting and engaging with a child every day is the most crucial part. Reading together is a great way to do this, as are meal times. Larissa says that preempting the unwanted behavior with children to start as early as possible 
That means building the foundations of connection, play, and love from the word go. Larissa stressed a couple of tips for preventing unwanted behavior in kids. First of all, you should get your kids outside as much as possible. This results in the fact that they are going to be better behaved when they're inside too. Secondly, while children are outside, they're going to socialize more with other people, which makes them more confident because they have better social skills. This combination can thus have lots of benefits for the child as well as the parent. The other tip that Larissa mentions is the reduction of screen time and restricting the sites that younger children can go to. Maybe take a moment now to think about these two tips. Do your kids spend enough time outdoors? Do they spend too much time on their phones? Also think about what kind of example you're setting in both regards. What could you do to empower your kids to spend more time outdoors and less time on their screens? Larissa's website, iparentgen.com, offers lots more information and advice about parenting and is especially relevant to parenting in the internet smartphone age. So I can definitely recommend checking it out. Well, that's it for this power break. And I hope you, our listeners, feel inspired and empowered by it. If so, please visit our website, theartandscienceofjoy.com, to read more about this superpower or to listen to the full podcast episode with Larissa Mills, which you can also find on your favorite podcast platform by searching for The Art and Science of Joy. Whilst there, why not subscribe to our podcast and join us as we explore more and more joy superpowers? And why not hop on social media and using the hashtag joy superpowers Share your own experiences with being a parent or being parented. We'd love to hear your stories. And if you don't already do so, please follow the Art and Science of Joy on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Come and join in the conversation and help us spread the power of joy. Why not start by simply sharing with others what brings you joy today? Thanks once again for listening, and I hope you tune in for the next episode of the Art and Science of Joy podcast. Until then, farewell and be joyful.